Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up, everybody? We are live. Outside the Cage is back on this beautiful Tuesday for y'all, Monday for us. We're here. It's your boy Dimes. How we doing, Eric? Doing pretty good. It's uh, it's Monday for everybody now, remember? Live on the airways. Oh, fuck. I forgot. <laughs> Tripping. Monday. Monday. Happy Monday to everybody. Happy Monday to everybody. Modern technology, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot, wow, about, that. I forgot about that. I'm still living in the, I'm still living in the Zoom world. Uh, we're, some, we're some old heads. You know how it would be. Yeah. Everything's evolving around us. All these young kids and shit. But how about my girl, Mackenzie Dern? Mackenzie Dern. I think Dern. that might have been the best Mackenzie Dern we've ever seen this past weekend at the UFC Apex. Took out Dimes' favorite fighter if it was opposite day, Angela Hill. Made it look A lot of easy. hype for someone who's 15 and 13. She said the rankings are bullshit, though. She no, but I will say, though, like even though she's 15 and 13 and I think Angela Hill sucks, like that's a good win for Mackenzie Dern. It's not like she beat someone who's like, or it's like, oh, she should have finished her. Like, no, that that's a good win. McK- Angela Hill is like, that's why she's weird, bro. Like I said before, like she's good, but like she's just not good. Like it's I mean, like, she's good weird. enough for us to talk about her, and she gets main events some way somehow. Yeah. I think there must be some low key. I think it's something in the contracts with Disney and ESPN where they have to have a certain amount of women's fights that are the main main event. Low key. You think so? Maybe, dude. You know, you know how the world's all about all that politics and stuff like yeah. that now. I don't. Uh, I mean, does it make sense? I mean, some some girl fights. Hell yeah, like the Aaron Blanchfield and Draj one. I was cool with that being the main event, but some of them just don't yeah. really make sense in my opinion. I just feel like on this card, you could do on this card. You could have done like Joaquin Buckley maybe, but like I feel like the same amount of people are watching it either way. So just why not give it a girls' main event? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. I just want to help with the, the politics side of it. Why not, you know, give yeah. yourself a good one? But how about walking yeah. Buckley? Speaking of her. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. And, oh, yeah. Walking Buckley, though, moving down to welterweight. I was excited for him to move down ever since he brought it up on the Joe Rogan experience. But he looked phenomenal. And he didn't really look like he yeah, struggled he to make the weight too much. He touched on it in his post fight that he feels like being down at 170, he has to stay disciplined all the time because when he was a middleweight, he felt like he could cut corners, you know, skip a workout, go eat a milkshake and a burger because he knew he didn't really have to push to make middleweight. But he said yeah. now he's just living that disciplined lifestyle 24-7. So I'm excited for our boy Joaquin. I think he's got some big things on the horizon at welterweight. Yeah, I definitely like Joaquin Buckley there. Um, just an exciting guy, and like you said, everything he's put into 170. I think I think 170 is like the more the 170 goes on, it's getting open, more and more open. So I like 170 for him. I think he can do some good things there. Yeah, especially with Kamaru starting to fade off into the distance a little bit and Hamzat moving up. I completely agree. Some of those guys are getting older. And then how about on the headliner of the prelims? Vyacheslav Borschev. <laughs> Butchered the name, but... He had a nasty knockout on Maheshate. Man, just a tough name fight all around. Yeah, but, tough. That's a tell. Yeah, he looked very, very good. I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Vanessa, Vanessa Demopoulos, the stripper, couldn't quite pull Dan's away from victory. Huh? Is that confirmed? He's really a stripper? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, good she for her. She talks about it in interviews and stuff like that. I gotta see it. I gotta see a picture of her. Nah, she's not. She's not any. She's no Mackenzie Dern. She's she's, she's, she's one of those basic ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like one you'd find at uh, what's that place by the Buck Owens Crystal Palace? I know you know. I know. <laughs> <you> know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then Chase I Hooper. Know. I don't know what that is. Chase Hooper also moving up in weight classes. He looks good at lightweight. I think that's he's filling out, becoming a bigger body. And I think he's a tough division, though, bro. Like, yeah. If you don't have it now, you're just, I don't know. I mean, I know he's young, but like, that's just a tough division to like be really successful in. 100%. I feel like if if you're going to be successful in that division, like, we know now. You can have big fights in that division, though. Yeah, you can definitely have big fights, though. On the flip side, like, you could be someone that may never even be high in the rankings, but you could still have solid card placements just because there's so many dogs. Nate's different. (laughs) Bro, I don't think – here's a bold prediction to get a little off topic. He's not going to pass a drug test. No, there's no way in hell that fight happens. But who's – is that that like the commission said he can't smoke weed? I think so, yeah. So why the fuck did they book it there? I I have no clue, bro, especially because Nate's 50% putting it on, so I don't know why they would choose Texas. I'm sure – I'm sure they're good with the taxes because they have no state income tax yeah. and stuff like That's that. But why not go to Florida? Same yeah. thing over there. But yeah, dude, we shall see. I don't think that one's gonna come to fruition though. No, or I don't like that one either. Right off the rip, it's not. And then anything else from oh boxing this weekend? Lomachenko got robbed. I thought so at least. I'm no boxing savant, but from so, the fight I watched, from the shots I saw land, I thought Vasily Lomachenko definitely beat Devin Haney. It's kind of like, it's kind of like the Peter Yan and Sugar Sean shit to me. Like, I think it was close, so that doesn't make it a robbery. That's true. Haney did have the only knockdown, right? Yeah. So it's like, I think we have to stop looking at like when when it's a close fight and the guy loses, it's a robbery. Like that's not true. So the other way around, if Lomachenko would have won, could we said the same thing? Like it's a close fight. It's just like. It could go either way. It's like we we sat on here and I preached with Sugar Sean and Peter Yan. Like, I'm not out here saying that Sugar Sean won by a mile or like it could have gone either way. It was a coin toss. I think if we That's if we fair. watch it ten times, you might have a different winner every time. But it's like that doesn't make it a robbery. So just because it's a close fight doesn't make it a robbery. So I think we need to stop counting that. And also, I want to say I was thinking about this this weekend too. Like just bo- watching boxing and then also the UFC is like I think the problem is. If I dominate you for one round and then I have a close round, then I lose a close round the next one, it's the same score. Unless it's like a 10 8. Because very rare do they give 10 8s. Yeah. Because there's 10 9, because there's still 10 9s that are like, no doubt he won the round. It's almost so like, it's like there should be something in between, is what you're yes, saying. Yes. I think something in between or score the fight as a whole or just be more open with the 10 8s. But like, that's that's what I think like the problem with the scoring is in, in, in both sports is like, I can I can dominate you, but you get a takedown, so you so it's not a ten eight, so it, it could be ten nine, but I dominate you for four minutes. Same with boxing, but then if it's close, yeah. it's the same score. So like I think that's Vol- like, yeah. So I think that, that's that's, on, that's yeah. tough. That's, that's tough. A so I think example. I think that definitely needs to be looked at, but I guess we're always going to complain about something. So, but that's what I was thinking this weekend. Yeah, dude, good solid weekend of fights. Nothing crazy, just a little calm before the storm. Before we got a summer of huge fights coming up. And then this weekend, we got one of your boys from CKB, Kai Kara France, taking on Amir Albazi in a headliner. First ever, first ever flyweight main event. <laughs> About. No, it is. First of what? Like, like a, the first ever flyweight main event. No way. Like no, no flyweight's ever been a main event. Ever? Like Mighty Mouse and Henry or... Those were all co-mains. I guess because they were all on big cards. Yeah. No way. Yes. That doesn't even seem like it could be real, dude. There's a stat for you. That's a stat for me, all right. Wow. That's a little baffling, TBH. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, I I like Kai a lot here. Yeah. We've seen how he dealt with Askarov, which obviously is not the same fighter, but... 
a similar style. Kind of has that elite takedown defense. My only concern for old KKF is that he might not fully be recovered mentally from losing to Moreno for the second time. Because when you lose to the champ two times, I mean, obviously you still have that fire, but there's got to be a little bit of you that's like, damn, even if I get up there, you're going to have to – it's going to be hard yeah. to get that title shot again. Yeah, I, I definitely think, like, just looking at the line here, like, Albazi's definitely, like, overvalued. Like, I think if you – I don't see why Kaikar France isn't a big favorite. He's actually the underdog, so there's an underdog play for y'all. But, yeah, I just think that – back to what I said, we're, they're overvaluing Amir Albazi. Like, I don't think he's that – He's a good, but I don't think I don't think they're the same age. So it's not a, it's not a difference where like one guy's coming up, one guy's coming down. Like no, Kai's still here and Kai's still that guy. Yeah. So I definitely I definitely like Kai in this. I definitely like Kai probably five round by decision, but I just think he has more in his tank to go five rounds and to and to really like put the pressure on and pick apart Amir Albazi. Yeah, I I can I could not agree more. So if you had to snipe it, I know he's he's a slight dog, but say you wanted to get greedy here. This isn't quite in that plus money territory where it's that big of an underdog, right? So say you wanted to snipe it, would you do by decision or by finish? I like I like Kai Kai by decision. Me too. There's I don't think he apart. I think Amir's too good to like I think Amir's too good to get finished, but then I also think Kai can pick him apart for five rounds, so I like I like Kai by decision. Oh, the yeah. people are asking, bro. We got to get to the news. We got to talk about the news. The people yeah, are asking. I know. I accidentally put the shout out to I've been waiting too, man. I'm, I'm waiting to get all through this bullshit too. So, you know, we got to do this, but I'm waiting <laughs> for the news. We got some big news over this past weekend. I'll let you take it away. Talk to me. Where do we start? So, yeah, where do we start? I mean, I guess we'll go chronological order. So, sometime last week, it was right after our episode, maybe what, like Tuesday, Wednesday? When, how it always is, we always miss the news and we have to drop it a week late. But yeah, Chaka, I know you already know about this because you're very in the know. But Francis Ngannou signing with the PFL on a deal that has all sorts of other benefits for francis he gets to sit on the board bro he really did get everything that he said that he wanted so no he did shouts shouts francis yeah we i wouldn't even say we were hating on him people were making it sound like we're anti-francis they were saying we're you not. were Fran- they were saying you were anti-francis bro that's what the comments were saying that's crazy we were <laughs> <keeping it> real <laughs> no i it makes sense for francis i don't like it for like the pfl like so, but like so, he's signed with the PFL, but they're still gonna allow him to box. Like I don't know what that, I don't know what that is. He's in the super fight division for 2024, so I guess the PFL is just hoping that they can get some huge name to fight Francis, where it'll be worth it. I just don't think I just don't think he's ever like. Don't get me wrong. Like, there's no fight that he's gonna fight other than John Jones and other than any guys in the UFC. That I'm like, I'm gonna go watch that shit tonight. Like, I don't think there's no one that's going to make me buy a pay-per-view for the PFL, like, Bro, no even, matter who he fights. Even if he does, I think, can we agree that Tyson Fury's the best possible boxing match for him, money-wise, like, for Francis? But, and, that's, and that's another thing, too. I'm is not like, even that excited for that. That's that's another thing, too, yeah. is, like, he thinks, like, he has this, like, big-time boxing match. I'm like, I'm not even excited to watch him box, bro. Like, he's not fucking Connor. Like he, yeah. it's not like I don't know. He's just I'm just he's not that exciting to me to where it's like, oh yeah, I'm excited to watch him box or I'm gonna pay whatever to like. Connor could fight his own promotion right now, freaking Cage Warriors, and everyone's buying that shit. Bro, like, I'm not, could- I'm not watching Francis fight. I'm not paying money to watch Francis fight in the PFL because there's no there's no one he's gonna fight unless they make a move and get a huge name. But even then, there's no one they're getting that's gonna make me want to watch that fight. Mm, the MMA household. I'm not sure whether it's Steve or um chaco talking right now but they are spitting some facts he said that's called doing what they can to get francis they yeah they threw the kitchen sink at him i think they're the pfl might be a little in over their heads with this we've been seeing reports that the pfl wants to buy bellator i've seen that i I guess they're just fucking going to the moon or something i don't know i I haven't been they're just putting a lot of a lot of faith and a lot of like they're pushing all their chips in for francis and i get it but like there's still like I don't know. There, I don't, I don't see how it 
Yeah, facts. Like, I'd rather see Francis versus Ty than Francis. Who I seen, I read, like, I was looking up the other day the PFL champ. He fucking lost to Tibera. Like, what are we, like, what are we doing? So, like, he's not even going to fight for the belt. He's just going to be in the super fight division, whatever that means. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what super fight you could really get because the only guys that can even compete with Francis to where it won't just be a slaughter that aren't professional heavyweight boxers, if we're talking MMA or in the UFC. And then the other guys are top level boxers that are probably making more fighting each other than they would make to fight Francis. And it hurts their legitimacy if they go box an MMA guy. Their yeah. boxing fans aren't going to look at them as, you know, as legit of a championship boxer in a way. So, yeah, I don't even like Tyson Fury versus Francis. Like, I mean, no, that's not, that's what too Fury, one-sided. I think Fury just pieces him up. He's, yeah, freaking four inches taller. And than like, him. this shit, like, come into the cage and shit like that doesn't interest me either like hey one thing i will say one thing i will say is i want to get on record and i will say this because it definitely needs to be said if tyson fury and john jones get in a phone booth john jones comes out alive a hundred times out of a hundred oh yeah i put that on our not disrespectful it's fucking truth i put it neutrally on our instagram just said who who walks out of the room and i think it was 98 percent it's not even close one person I wish I could find their name right right now and expose them, but I think there's one person that voted Tyson Fury. It's not even close. Even Fury had to go back on his on his statement. Like, we'll go, like just put him in there, bare hands, fucking first one to come out alive. Fucking John Jones coming alive every single time. Agreed. John and Francis, that would be a that would be a way more intriguing matchup because you know Francis is at least going to be able to know how to defend. MMA move. Yeah, but I think this I think this PFL deal like puts definitely like sadly puts an end to us ever seeing John Jones and Francis Ngannou. I I'm starting to agree. I'm one of the never say never guys, but they're not young. If they were 28, then I would think that this fight is 100% going to happen one day, but I think both of them are older than 34, right? Yeah, and it's just I yeah, I don't by the time Francis gets out of that or like by the time this PFL deal flops or succeeds or whatever, like John's going to be done. Because so he's not even going to fight in PFL for like another year. Yeah, and I don't think John already said his retirement fight's probably against Stipe. So unless he's just doing the old boxer trick, you know, re- retirement fight to sell it more. But I don't see why John wants to stick around for Sergey. We've already talked about why a lot for that, as has yeah. everyone else. But how about Dana? Do you think it was a coincidence that Less than an hour or two after the Francis PFL news drops, Dana announces he's going on Instagram Live and he just hits us with a barrage of fighting. No, it was like I was on Twitter and it was just like nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. This fight, this fight. I was like, bro, I was at the gym and I was like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. First, he goes off and announces UFC 291 back in Salt Lake City. Once again, proving my point. To where it's a little hypocritical how Dana always says, oh, we got so many cities we got to get to. And then we're already going back to Salt Lake City. But yeah. I'm not mad at it. That business stuff is way bigger than outside the cage for now. But, yeah, man, Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gaethje, too, for the BMF belt, I guess. I don't, I don't know if too many people really yeah. care about that as much as they just care about seeing the fight. And then just a banger of a card all around. It's Alex Pereira versus Jan Blakowicz as the co-main, right? Yep. Oof. And then Paulo Costa versus Ikram Askarov. Tony Ferguson, Bobby Green, Michael Chiesa, Kevin Holland. Derek Lewis is back. Steven Thompson versus Michael Pereira. That's what we got for now. But man, that oh, this is one. the Dustin Poirier, Dustin Gaethje. Love this one. I'm not a big fan of the BMF. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to sit on here and say I'm not a big fan of the BMF. I just don't really give a fuck about it because yeah. we're being real. If we're like going by how it should be, then fucking Leon Edwards is the BMF because he beat Kamaru and Kamaru yeah, before him. Millennial BMF. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. it's just like, I don't know. Like, what are we doing with that? But I get it. Adds a little spice to this. These two definitely deserve that BMF title. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, more for the casuals. Yeah. We de- the one thing I like. I don't think a lot of people are talking about is the Jan Blachowicz and Alex Pereira. That's a huge fight. That's 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 really intriguing. I think that one says a lot. I think this is going to be Alex Pereira's first like grappling test because we've seen how Jan kind of did Izzy and just took him down and laid on him for five rounds. So I think if Jan can do that and if Alex can prevent that, then we're definitely looking at like what Alex can do at the light heavyweight division. I love that matchup. That's a great matchup. That's one I didn't even have on the radar, but I love that one. I'm super hyped about that one. That was my favorite one on the card, honestly. Like obviously yeah. the Dustin and Justin, but like this that fight was like super. That was one I was really excited for. And, and then Tony Ferguson, and Bobby Green, I love that one too. Great match, yeah, dude. Great matchmaking. The only one I don't like is them throwing my boy Derek Lewis in the altitude. I don't mess with that. He's not gonna be liking that altitude. He's not wanting that shit anyway. So, yeah, man. I, I, you know, he just wants to go out with a dub. I think because yeah. he has, he's made, he's made probably damn near a million dollars on knockout bonuses alone. Don't go look that up and do the math on that because I'm sure it's not actually damn near a million dollars, but you get my point. I don't think he really needs like, to be fighting for money anymore. I, I don't know. Do you like Kiesa versus Holland? Matchup yeah. wise? That's what Kevin Holland was calling for after his last fight, I think. I like it for my guy Holland, one of my top five favorite fighters. Hopefully, Holland can get in there, get the finish. What about so, your boy Wonderboy? You think he wins that one? Wonderboy versus Yes, I like this matchup a lot for Wonderboy. I think he's just too technical for Pajada, too good of a striker. So, yeah, Pajada's not going to be able to do no backflips on Wonderboy. That's my prediction. So, if, if Alex Pereira beats Jan Blachowicz, does he get a title shot next? I think so. Just with the way that that division is right now, it's not really a super popping one at the moment. It's not like it's bantamweight or lightweight. So yeah. if you, if you're a former champ with a big name that people like to watch fight, if you go in there, win against a former champ, I think that probably does warrant a title shot. We also have, we also got a big announcement, UFC, Sydney, Australia, with talks of Israel Adesanya headlining that event. Um, I did some digging I did some deep soul searching, came to me in my sleep, and I thought about it. And I think that, obviously, hey, well, hold on, no, he stole my shit. <laughs> Let me get to it. So, I guess I did come up with it. I guess I didn't come up with it. So, anyway, let's just say, since, since Toast is spoiling my shit out here. Uh, <laughs> so, obviously, the only ones who would... Who would in a pay-per-view headline, Australia would be Volkanovski and Izzy. Would you agree? Yeah, or so, the Viper. Volk. That's a that's a two-month turnaround for Volk to to headline that. So I don't think he headlines that. So I think it has to be Izzy. So with that being said, it has to be Izzy. And then they've already said the winner of Driscus and Rob, but that's also a two-month turnaround. So I don't think you bank on that. Then making a quick turnaround. Yeah, see, look at he. See, you got Jeez, this. unfair advantage out here, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, so I think, yeah, so I'll tell the people I think the fight that they make in Australia is Jamal Hill versus Izzy. Um, I definitely think they make that fight. And I think you make this fight because two reasons. I think that the UFC is waiting as long as they can because they want Yuri and Jamal Hill. I get that. But that it's also been a long time since we've seen Jamal Hill. So I think you have to get Jamal Hill a fight. And then it's kind of like best case scenario is if Jamal Hill wins, then you still get Jamal Hill, Jamal Hill and Yuri. Or work, or the other scenario is Izzy wins and you get Izzy and Yuri. So I think that that's the best thing they could do as opposed to like giving Jamal Hill a Jan Blahovich or a Ankalaev where they, they don't want to see that versus Yuri. So I think this is a great way to like still when he comes back, Yuri gets a big time fight. So I think this is I think that's the perfect fight to make is Jamal Hill and Izzy. Yeah, and it's not like the light heavyweight division can get mad about getting held up by Izzy because they haven't really had anyone propel themselves into a title shot lately or make huge headlines. When you first when you first sent it to me, I was a little bit I don't know, I was a little weary. I was like, ah, we really want to have another double champ fight, you know, hold up 
divisions. But the more I think about it, after you lay it out, well, because let's let's like the it. thing is, <laughs> the thing is, Rob's gonna beat Driscus, right? Would you be more excited for a Rob and Izzy three, or a year or a Jamal Hill and Izzy? Probably Jamal, probably Jamal and Izzy. Yeah, and Rob's not gonna turn around, and, and Rob's not gonna turn around in two months. <laughs> the rematch, Izzy could. Is he the only, the only, the only, re, the only thing I say is if they do, um, if they do a quick turnaround, is if like Driscus wins decisively or like wins quick and turns around. I don't think like I think the best case scenario for the UFC is they hopefully like a Driscus early finish, so then Driscus can come and fight Izzy, and that fight sells really well. Yeah, but I think that the most realistic one is Izzy versus Jamal Hill. So do you think they wait to book that until after International Fight Week? That's the thing is I don't know how long. Yeah, you can wait that long. You what? can wait because you can wait because the fights in what? Is it June, September? July, September? Yeah, you can wait. Yeah, I probably book it right after that. Honestly, have it ready to go. Have your two little yeah. solutions. I think that's their first option. Is they hope that whoever wins Rob or Driscus, it's a quick, if they can make a quick turnaround, but I don't see that fight. Like, yeah, I just see Rob beating him in five rounds easily. Or if Driscus does win, it's got to be an early finish. And I don't see that. So, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm betting my house on Rob and breaking news or not very breaking news, but we're going to be live and in person. So we'll be able to go broke the old fashioned way at the Vegas casinos. Just give them our cash. Facts. So. That'll be exciting. We'll get to get some eyes on eyes on these guys. Maybe a couple interviews. We shall see. We'll get to link up with Steve and Chaka Toast. Pumped for that. How about, let's see. So UFC Boston, I'm not going to lie. If I were if I were an Aljamain Sterling fan, I would not be very happy with the fact that he has to make a three-month turnaround after what, his third title defense? Yeah, but I this push to get on a September card just like one month back. But I mean, hey, money speaks. <coughs> Man. Damn. Um, we talked about this, though, like when the fights first happened in October, like the timing was all fucked up. So it was like either someone has to come back early or someone has to come back late. And turns out they both have to like. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fran- or John had to wait this long in his prime, and I was going to make a quick turnaround. Like, that's what happens. I mean, I, we knew this was going to happen. Like, yeah, it's, that's what champs should be doing. It wasn't like he was in, it wasn't, he, I don't think he was severely injured in the, in the Henry fight. Henry said he's ready to go. So yeah. if you're not ready to go, then you got to go. How funny is that, that Dana said he got a call from Henry saying that this pussy Aljo isn't ready to go. Yeah. And yeah, August- bro, like he, I th- I just think Aljo doesn't want to make the weight. It's more about like, no, he having a- like yeah. cut already again. Like, Sean Which I get. I get that, honestly, dude. Because realistically, Sean should have been up next anyway. Like, they had to do the Henry fight because it was it was a money fight for all Joe. I get that. So now that's what you get. You got to do a quick turnaround because he's because he jumped sugar and he, he very well should have been able to jump sugar. Henry should have. But now this is what happens. Now you got to go. Yeah. So who? Ooh, Chaka. Oh, I'll even pod with Barry Grant. What's up with the Francis news? Yeah, we did already talk about that. But basically, no, hold on. No, I want to ask Toast something real quick. Uh. Toast, when you say Saduho versus O'Malley is greater than Aljo versus O'Malley, do you mean that Saduho and O'Malley is a better matchup for O'Malley, or do you just mean you'd rather watch that fight? Because I, because my thing is like, I don't know. Like, I just think as a Sugar fan that the Sugar fight, the Saduho fight, was a better matchup for O'Malley. But I don't know if I. I think I'd almost rather watch. As a fan, Aljo versus O'Malley. I think pay-per-view sales-wise, I think Cejudo and O'Malley would be a better build-up just because... You think so? 
I think Cejudo would do a good job getting under Sugar Skin. As much as I hate to say it, he probably is a little better in those live and in-person shit-talking moments than yeah. Sugar. Sugar's, Sugar's good on the Twitter fingers, and he's good with the video. Yeah, numbers-wise. So yeah, numbers-wise, I, I agree. But it's not like Sugar's getting pay-per-view points, so we just want him to get the belt. That's all I'm concerned with right now. Is that gold around Sean's waist on August 18th? So, better matchup. So, again, better matchup for him is, you agree, is Cejudo? Probably, yeah. I think so. I just think, like, Tim was Tim was hitting it perfectly with his interview with Brett Okamoto when he was saying that Aljo is just an extremely dangerous bantamweight fighter just with the length, the grappling. Yeah, he said Aljo is not going to be in Boston. Enter. Well, they can't. They can't do an interim though when it's only been three months, right? I was thinking about that. If you deny the opportunity and you're and the doctors say you're clear to go and you're healthy and you don't go, then I think yes. I talked about this a while ago. Remember when I was like, we're so quick to throw the interims around? Like it should only be when you're hurt or if you're declining or if you're like declining offers to fight. He'd be declining that offer. Yeah, that's true. Like you know there's been champs before though that have probably declined stuff and then nothing really happens from it. But yeah, but I just think that that's that that's the big time fight to make, and we can't keep they can't keep waiting they can't keep waiting Sugar out like he's a big draw he's a big name he needs to fight so like I think just kind of like how Toast said like Sugar's gonna be there August nineteenth it's just a matter of who he's gonna fight it's either for an interim bout or it's for or it's for the title. Oh, Chaka Toast coming on the inside track saying if Aljo keeps talking shit and pissing Dana off, I guarantee you if he's not there it will be for an interim yeah so who gets that interim title it's automatically henry mm. i mean what about marab's hurt i even think like i think even like henry in the back of henry's head he knows like aljo's gonna be there type shit so i think i don't even think he's ready to fight if you told henry he had to fight in three months i don't, I don't think he fights <laughs> yeah do you do Corey? Yeah, they've been talking about making Corey and Umar. No, it's about uh, Corey Umar and Shogun. Yeah, but I think it's in the works. Sanhagen and Umar Nurmagomedov already, which doesn't really make sense if you're yeah, Corey. Yeah, but you scratch that shit for an interim title. Yeah, facts. I think Corey and Shogun. If Henry's is- ready, if Henry's ready like he says he is, and he'll take that fight, you for sure do that. Bro, how tough is it for Cheeto? I can't remember the last time anyone said his name. Yeah, that's what happens, man. Bantamweight division's tough. Ooh, Chaga said, got a wrap and injured his hand even more when he went for the sugar jacket. Facts. You don't want to mess with Sugar Sean. He'll he'll hurt you inside the cage, outside the cage, with the words. Anywhere. Yeah, but I for sure think that, yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see. Even when we even when we have clarity in this division, we still don't have clarity. But bro, I just don't get the weird shit. Like, why accept a fight and like Cause you know how Dana White in the UFC is, bro. Is like they don't announce fights until they're ex- agreed on and accepted. So it's like for them to announce the fight, like they had to agree and shit had to be signed. So why do you sign that shit and agree to it, and then as soon as it comes out, oh, I haven't signed shit. Like, bro, yes, you have. You know, you have. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Also, how Ray Longo was saying that he hasn't heard anything like, bro, about that shit being made. That shit's weird, bro. Like they, they, you know, you agreed to that fight. It's not Dana White doesn't do that shit. They yeah. don't announce shit that's not signed. It's not like that's a good look for the UFC to be going TMZ, trying to jump the gun early and get announcement out, get announcements out there as soon as possible. Like they're not down bad like that. They don't need to be doing yeah. that. Yeah. So, that, I think that fight for sure agreed upon. I think Sugar Sean's there August nineteenth, no matter what. It's just a matter of first who. And then I'll just try to say let's run it in July or some bullshit. Like, bro, shut up. And then uh, I'm gonna try my best during this whole time, like this whole like build up for this fight, to not get mad at Aljo and not like, you know. But you know me, so I'll I'll, I'll try my best, kind of just how I did with Izzy and uh, Alex Pereira. Try not to get mad at it. Try not to start some beef. But hey, I just don't like that bullshit, bro. Just agree to the fight. And let's say we're fighting. Thanks. It's all right. This is the first. This is the first part of the countdown right here. When they're still kind of friendly, but they're not spitting venom quite yet. But they will be in a little bit. I just, dude, I hope Sugar, I hope Sugar does well in the press conferences and the media. You know, this is gonna be the first time that it's about him. 
Because yeah. even the last time he was on the pay-per-view and he did the face-off with Cody and stuff like that, I think that was one of his only memorable moments of that fight week and that picture. But at the end of the day, all that doesn't even matter. You got to go out there. You just got to win the fight. Which, what do you think? They haven't had a line for that yet, right? Yes, I just came out yesterday. Really? Can I, I, can minus I 255. Oh. 255. Sugar Shane is plus 215. I'm hammering that I was about to say hammer and sugar. I'm just I will have a lot of money on on Sugar Shane Jones. Oh my goodness, dude. I wish he was. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, isn't it weird how, I guess it's because he hadn't proved himself yet against Peter, but Peter was a bigger, bigger favorite against Sugar than Aljo is, even though Aljo beat Peter twice. Yeah, and I think stylistically, Aljo should be that same favorite. Like, I think... The Peter Yon versus Sugar Sean fight, like the line was crazy because they were so like their skills were the same. So it was just a matter of who's going to be a better striker. And I think that was up in the air. Like in Sugar Sean would be a better striker. But I think this fight is like if Aljamain wrestles him, he can't, and Sugar Sean can't stuff him. He's just, he's, he's fucked. Yeah, man. I mean, it is, it is scary the fact that Aljo is able to, it's not like he had his way with Henry in the grappling department, but he was able to get the better of a lot of those exchanges. And Henry's an elite grappler. And he's small and compact, which is the yeah, toughest style to get to the ground. I think, oh. I think, I think Sugar's jujitsu and his rolls and like his craftiness on the ground, he's gonna have Aljo and a lot of danger on the ground from his back. So I think that's one like benefit he has. He's not gonna be like Peter Yan, just lay on his back and let him take his back, and then like, and then so I don't. I, I think I think he's gonna get taken down for sure, but I think he'll be super active on the ground, and I think he'll have. He'll have Aljo at least thinking about something. That's what I think. Enough to where he can get in a position to get off the ground. Yeah. That's what we're going to need because, oh, geez. Also, Aljo probably wasn't as cautious of yeah, exactly. striking as he will be Sugar. Yeah, because Sugar can put your lights out at any moment, and Henry doesn't quite have that same ability. Let's see. Um, Nunez, Chaco wants... Nunez Pena, is that ain't the oh give me oh saying like plus a thousand. I would oh, yeah. I would have hammered that. What was that? I think Pena was like was plus like, eleven hundred, right? Nah, I don't think it was that much, was it? I don't know if I remember it being like seven fifty. I don't know if it was Nunez minus seven fifty or Pena plus seven fifty. It might have been Pena plus seven fifty, actually. No, that actually sounds right. But yeah, but that shit was crazy. Yeah. Who? What a night for. Yeah, five. That was one of the craziest ones I've seen. Yeah, I'll be betting a lot of money on Shuka Sean plus two hundred. I'm actually gonna go to Vegas for that fight. I know it's not in Vegas, but I'm gonna go to Vegas for that fight to lay the money down. Live and in person. person. You don't want any yeah. bullshit happening. Yeah, no bullshit. I want the money right away. Then take it. Go take it. Go put it all in black. Chaga saying Pena plus 700. Yeah, I think I think I laid like one dollar down on Pena just for fun because I was rooting for her, but obviously that didn't. Do you uh? Are you mad at as everyone else is like that? Um, Strickland and Costa aren't fighting each other. That they're both fighting unranked guys. Yeah, what's your thought on that? Like yes and no. Because that's almost just like another Vittori Cannoneer fight in a way. Yeah, I get I, I get where Dan is coming from. Like if they okay, so they fight and the winner wins, then what? Yeah. But it, say you shut down a prospect, it's almost a better look than beating another I wouldn't call them journeymen yet by any means. They're still contenders, but they're fringe contenders. Yeah. So may as well beat another prospect, or if the prospect beats an established fringe contender, I think it's obviously. Just like we talk about all the time, like getting more fights out of guys. I think if they both win, cool. Now they can fight. They got another fight out of it. But like, if they if one of them loses, now you got a prospect. Did you see Dana? I think it was. Um, oh, that is true. Taka Costa fighting in altitude again. I would say definitely 
Costa is not going to begin to finish. We saw that against Rockhold. I don't know how he couldn't yeah. get Rockhold out of there. That still bugs me. But yeah, man, I I agree. Like Dana said, also, I think it was in this weekend's press conference. He says, "You know what you guys know about this business?" He says, "You know what I fucking tell you." Oh shit! <laughs> Unless that it was either this weekend or it was an old rant about Oscar De La Hoya. One of the two. I was getting in my Dana press conference bag a little bit on YouTube. But how about a little documentary that dropped Wednesday? I guess I could take off this week's MMA news because we ain't really talk about MMA news anymore. But Mystic Mac McGregor forever. Facts. What's your rating out of ten? I mean, it can't be anything less than a ten. Like what? Like what? Do you, what do you expect? Fucking! I got free four hours of Conor McGregor. Like fuck. Like, I mean, it's just, it's everything that I expected. Like, it was lived up to the hype. Like, there's nothing else I would have thought. Like, there's nothing I was missing, nothing I would have added, nothing I would have taken out. Like, they, it was perfect. From I, I was surprised that it was, like, literally from the time he lost to Khabib to Dustin. Like, it, that I thought it was going to be, like, a random, like, documentary and shit. But the fact that it was from Khabib all the way to the last Dustin fight, that shit. I don't, like, I there's nothing much nothing to say. Like, it was just great. I wish I hadn't already watched the first documentary that came out because that one took you from, what, like, Aldo to Mayweather? Yeah, that shit was good. I think the first – I honestly still like the first one better. I like the first one too. The only thing about this one that made me not enjoy it quite as much is that I had already seen so many of those clips and interviews just because I'm constantly watching Conor McGregor stuff and it's constantly popping up on my Instagram. But, I mean, still had me feeling different. I was motivated. I was shadow boxing while watching it, you know, doing all that stuff. Is so, it safe to say they whiffed on, they whiffed on the – I mean, obviously they whiffed on it because it's a big money fight, but do you think, like, Khabib Conor 2 is closer than the first one? Because like, I personally think – I personally think if Connor would have beat Dustin the the second time and and Connor um Dustin too, that I think they would have done that fight. Would that have worked timeline wise? Like Khabib wasn't retired by then. Yeah, he wasn't retired by then. Or he Ooh. was like he was done with his fight, but he was still contemplating it. Like it hadn't been announced yet. No, I'm trying he to announce that shit right after he won. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. But he was still trying to come back and shit because I remember he was meeting with Dana and shit. And then he was telling, like, Dana, like, these dudes, like, you want me to come back for these dudes? Like, so I think he for sure would have came back for Connor, Connor. For Connor too, if Connor would have won. Oh, man. I don't think it would have went too much differently. But though. looking back at it, bro, now, it's like no one's fought Khabib as good as Connor has. No, definitely not. That was, yeah, Connor definitely the only guy that went around against him, arguably. I guess it was kind of close, but, yeah, was it the third that Connor won? Yeah. Broken toe, bro. <laughs> broken toe the, the I mean, more i thought about it as, like, as i watch it though is like fuck like he's kind of injury prone bro dude he's i can't yeah have has there ever been a camper he didn't have some injury yeah it seems like the ones where he lost like and then, uh, the, the, and then the the third fight with dustin he's like training without fucking shin pads and shit like that was weird that's definitely probably why his leg broke yeah, that's true. Well, or not, definitely, but if I had to guess, I'd say that probably played a little bit of a factor. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He said, I'm gonna I wanna know what exactly what it's gonna feel like in there. Yeah. Last time I did myself a disservice. But he's a sicko. What did you text me? You said he's really remember like when it first came out, you said he's really like Tom and MJ. He's just a sicko like that. Yeah, I think yeah, something. I just think he's like he's just like addicted to that shit, bro. He's like just like obsessed with that shit. Like he's really like like obviously to be a fighter you gotta have some shit like wrong in your head i like we've all said that but i really think like he's just like when it comes to like he just like fucking loves that shit bro like he's never gonna stop like even if he stops fighting bro he's never gonna stop like training or like wanting to coaching like, doing something yeah, bro he just loves that shit bro he's just fucking like that's like i said it. he's just a psycho it's kind of like mike tyson with boxing in a way too yeah. my favorite like, part was when he was like when he was there on the alligator he's like i'm in control of that thing <laughs> He's all like squaring up with it, like getting <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, yeah, but that was oh, definitely yeah. bro. I can watch that shit all day. Yeah, I'm definitely probably gonna rewatch it. So this got me thinking. This isn't quite a draft. This is just on the fly right now. But give me three fighters. It could be past or present. 
that you would want to see a high level documentary like that? Cause obviously a lot of fighters have little YouTube documentaries, just fan made ones or just yeah. like lower budget. But what are some that you think would just be fucking sick? Like not even necessarily your favorite fighters, like Izzy, Sugar, whoever. I would say I would want to see Izzy from the build up to fighting prayer the first time all the way to beating him the next time. So like when it first started, when it first started, like when it, when the fight got announced against Pereira, so I would start it like International Fight Week against Cannoneer, start it there, and then end it like this past one when he just won the belt back. I would love to see like the process of preparing for that fight and then also preparing the second time when he lost. I think that, and then I would probably say Khabib because I think Khabib's like just like for pure MMA standpoint, like just his mm-hmm. greatness and like the access, like being in that gym and like just like the culture of that team. I would say. And then the third one, uh, I would say, fuck, I don't know. I, I might, My first one that comes to head is John Jones, but I don't think that's a lot of like positive shit that I'd want to see. Mm, um, that's a good one, bro. That would that would do numbers. You think oh, so? Oh, John. I mean, I mean it'd it do numbers for crazy. sure, but I don't, really, I, don't, I don't know if I want to like see that shit, bro. It would definitely break him down a little bit. Or not, it would like... It would show what a bad dude he probably is. Yeah. Or maybe and not. Then, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe like Dustin Poirier. Mm. Um, yeah, I, it's tough, bro, because I think anyone would be good, just like that access like that, but like to really tell a true story. Like it's got to be a good story, I think. So I think like Izzy would be the best one that comes to mind because of just like everything that he went through. Obviously, having to fight him again, losing, and having to beat him again, I think that would be the craziest story that anyone's ever told. I think I think a Hamzat one would be pretty wild. Not necessarily because of his UFC I know what yet. the fuck he's been doing. Exactly. Like, just where he's <laughs> from, like, touching on his childhood in Chechnya, you know, growing up in the war, stuff like that. I think that would be a really good one. I think a... I think a Max Holloway one would be pretty sick. Just because yeah. Max, I don't know, that's kind of stupid though. Because I said, don't just pick your favorite fighters. And then I just did that. I think a Pereira one would be pretty wild. Just going back from talking about when he was a 12 year old alcoholic working in the tire shop. Then he got into martial arts and it kind of saved his life. And then going through kickboxing, the MMA transition, climbing up middleweight. That would be a pretty wild one, I think. I think John, like you said, that would be sweet. I'm sure there's some other ones, some other fighters like Terrence McKinney. He almost yeah. died at one point when he over, or I think it was an overdose. I don't want to misspeak. Oh, Chaka said Hamzat, Brock Lesnar, John Jones, three very solid ones right there. Chaka, you could probably make a Hamzat one, huh? <laughs> you guys got the, you guys got the all access. Oh, Connor versus Nate Trilogy UFC 300. I can see that. Yeah, not impossible. It's what UFC 300, dude. That's actually it's close. Damn, probably about a year. A who's less. fucking? Who's big enough for that shit? Hamza versus Bo Nickel at that point. Fuck no. Nah, that's like two or three years in the future. Um, I think maybe Sugar versus Volk. Volk retirement fight. Sugar going for double champ status. Nah, I don't even think Sugar's big enough for that shit, bro. In two years, though, after he's bro, already that been the shit's champ, cr- that shit's got to be that shit's like UFC 300 is gonna be like International Fight Week on fucking steroids, bro. You could throw the kitchen sink, get Francis on Francis versus John bro. UFC 300, here, bro. bro. Yeah, it's got to be fucking Connor if he's still around, bro. He'll fucking come back for that shit. They called me. I have to say. March in Vegas is that that's when UFC 300 is Chaka Lesnar versus Jones I mean shit let you saw to take a break let him take a card off has Connor entered you or no ah he's in the process right now so probably not I'm sure once he is we'll hear and we can start that six month timer I've heard yeah. right now December is what they're shooting for because it's still out right outside of that six month range oh yeah can we can we also talk about the fact that I might have made the best NBA playoff prediction of all time? Thanks. You get that shit. Congrats, brother. 
Thank you. I don't even – I wish I bet on it. Bro, and then I sent in the group chat before the PGA Championship this week, and I said Brooks Kepka winning this. Forgot to bet it. So I'm wasting all my good picks. Whenever I bet, they don't win. Whenever I don't, they lose. So I'm just still in shambles. I'm picking the right things, but then I don't bet. Then I pick the wrong things, and I do bet. But are Boston and L.A. both dead? Yeah. Yeah, I know – we're not getting no 3-0 comeback for the first time ever. Boston has the best chance, but that's it. I think I think Lakers are cooked. Yeah, dude. The Nuggets are too good. Yeah. They're I think everyone, the narrative about the Nuggets was that defense was gonna be their downfall, but they're fine defensively. Yeah. Jokic is hustling. He just didn't really hustle in the regular season on defense, but bro, Jokic is phenomenal to watch. Even as a Laker fan. Like you gotta just appreciate what he does out there, just controlling the tempo of the game. Oh, I tweeted the Golden Knight hockey game with five thirty left in the third. Yeah, let's go Knights, lock in Knights. Yeah, I'm rocking with the Knights. Vegas fight capital of the world. Let's go get a Stanley Cup. I don't remember if they won one or if they made one, but bro, I've been getting into hockey a little bit more, slowly but surely. Can I get a? Can I get a prediction for the rest of? the NBA playoffs, like what what the Nuggets and Lakers Nuggets series are going to end up? Nuggets beat the Heat in the finals in six games. How many games are these series going to end up going? Nuggets in four, Heat in five. Oh, man. Nuggets in four? All right, tell us. Appreciate you, brother. We're out, too. Yep, I'm trying to think. I feel like I had... No, actually, the the WTF moment of the week this week is that I don't have one. Oh, yeah, shit. WTF. I don't know. I couldn't. There was a couple candidates, but I don't want to get us taken off of YouTube this early. So we'll save uh, them for another time. I'm sorry. So we're right, all we'll good. Be better. Thank you, everybody. We're out. All Appreciate right, you. Doses. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the neural quantum processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever.